Hey, old party people. How are you? Okay, so today we're talking about the power of patience. And I know that that's annoying, but I'm telling you, there's a, a reason why patience is required and why patience is the solution for anger. And we're breaking that down today. And if you're feeling any sort of angry in your life, and that's sort of a repeating narrative where you're like flaring up, I feel you. I know what that feels like. And I can tell you that the heel of that really is patience. And I know that that's hard to hear. And that will probably actually evoke anger um, towards me just reading the title. And that's okay. It's okay. We want to evoke that so we can see what's triggering it. So we can talk through how and why that's happening. And we can start to heal from that or at least know when it's coming up. At least know what's presenting that anger and start working through that. Why are we angry here? What are we actually mad about? Is it that thing or is it something else? Is it related to something else? And all of my things were related to the same sort of things. And so (laughs) that's the value of feeling that and understanding where that's coming from and why it's flaring up and honoring that. And not being like, don't be angry. Get rid of that. That's a bad emotion. That's a good emotion. Anger and fire, right? It's it's not the anger. It's the rage. When we don't have an outlet for that, it tends to boil over when things start to heat up along with it. And patience is sort of the cure for that right? Because we can start to explore where that's coming from and start to explore solutions to create an outlet for that. Okay, let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and, um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, welcome. Welcome 
so great to see you here. When I think about how far we've come, it still shocks me. It still amazes me. And I think it is perfect proof that you deserve your dreams, period. And you could stand up right now and just try something, try anything, just see, right? Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Dun, dun, dun. You know, my great thing today is just continuing to think, continuing to expand, continuing to push bounds to find new groups, new environments, new people, allow accountability and transparency and, you know, trust in myself to have those conversations with people, trust in other people. And that one's probably even harder for me now, you know, because I was so rage-filled but sort of always true to that. And with certain people, I felt really comfortable sharing that. Like, I'm mad, I'm angry, blah, blah, blah. And we would usually vibe on that. And it was super cool. And what I figured out is not everybody can or should be trusted with your truth. And I think for a while I had to retreat and, like, recover from that reality. And what I'm learning now is that people people deserve that anyways. And some people aren't going to use that for good, but that doesn't mean you stop sharing your truth. And I think for me is like I was leading with rage for so many of those conversations, they probably weren't even true to me. And so that's okay. That's okay that that led someone down the wrong path because I was going down the wrong path with those conversations. And so, you know, I think it's like this learning to trust again and allowing myself to trust and loving and trusting other people as I advance forward. And the truth of the matter is so much of the silence and self-work and all of the things that we've been doing were in figuring out who, who I was going to be when I faced the world again. And knowing that that was going to continually evolve, but knowing that at some point we were going to step back out and, and trust again and trust in humans. And it feels really good to be in that place. I think about, you know, the first time that we went out to, um, on a trip out to the mountains, I think about how free I felt, but also just how blank I felt like I had sort of erased the slate at that point. And 
that was, that'll be a year ago in June. And I'm reflecting on that now because we're headed back out to South Dakota and we're interacting with people this time. And the first time that I went out, I was really only able to interact with my family and mountains. (laughs) And everything outside of that was a huge struggle. And I was just so blank. I really didn't even know how to interact with people anymore. I really didn't trust people anymore. And that sort of sent me spiraling into this like recovery phase of how do you trust yourself and humans again after that? And, you know, now going back, I think it's it's such beautiful and karmic timing because it's like, I remember who I was. I remember how I got to such a lost and lonely place. And I know who I am now because of all of those things. And, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? (laughs) I don't know how we survive some of those moments. I know that this being a steady constant, having to wake up and and do something every day and, and continue to learn and grow, because if I wasn't doing this show, it would have been really easy to just throw in the towel and be like, you know, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to stop. And that's sort of this like self-sacrifice portion that I'm finding to be really important as you start to kind of navigate to your truth Sometimes that comes first, and it's amazing how that can light your way back, even if that's not where you end up. And, you know, we find that true of volunteer work. We find that true of just like this selfless giving. And how wonderful that is. And not only, not only do you end up helping people, even if it's like one or two or you end up helping yourself in the process and it doesn't have to span across the globe for it to have impact. Sometimes just your continual movement forward is enough to help someone. So I hope that that gives you a little bit of faith forward. You don't have to do a podcast or write publicly (laughs) in order to continue with your journey. Um, But sometimes sticking to something that's consistent helps you continue. And I find that having people that I don't want to let down, and truthfully, this is the truest side of it, is like, I can't, I can't give up now. Like I set out to prove that this was possible, right? It started as a silly hypothesis of like, what if you just started dreaming again, right from where you are and you just took the tiniest step forward? 
what could happen? What if you didn't have money or access or any of the things that I was telling myself you needed to have? What if you didn't and you just kept moving forward? What if you relied on the only talent (laughs) you've ever seemed to have, which was just continuing to show up and then having this beautiful ability of falling on a ball just because you're in the arena when no one else is? Right? What if that was all that we had to rely on? Does it work? Can you do that? Do you end up on top? Do you end up following? Can you create your dream life out of nothing, out of the ruins of an old life? Can you and do you deserve to because your life wasn't even really in ruins? And now we we can't stop. We got to keep proving it. And so I think that that inspires me to keep moving this forward. That inspires me to keep bringing new seasons, to keep growing, and to keep showing up and showing you what's possible for you. And if I stop now, what if that makes you stop? What if you think, wow, that Hannah person is so strong and so inspiring and I I don't know how she does it. What if you're sitting there thinking that and then I stop and somewhere in the pit of your stomach, it just sinks because you go, oh no, look at all the things she was capable of doing and she stopped. I don't stand a chance. Not going to happen. Not now. Can't stop, won't stop. We're going to keep getting up. We're going to keep rising. We're going to keep finding what lights us up. We're going to keep following energy. We can't stop now. We keep going. We keep finding new ways to grow and new paths to go on. And we just keep giving. Giving where the energy follows, right? Like, I'll show up every day, all day, if I can stand in front of people and help them to connect with the power in themselves. So many times we're just like looking for someone to come save us, for the perfect person to add to our team. You have everything that you need. It's just easier to look for a quick solution instead of finding it within you, but I guarantee you have it. So that's my great thing. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it seems like it might've been forward movement. Okay, Uh, (laughs) go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your great thing. You're probably not gonna not do it, not enjoy it, not see benefits from it. I don't know, maybe you'll get more confident. Geez, we really don't need more confident people in this world navigating life. Wrong. We do. We need more. We need a billion more. We need a hundred billion trillion more. Come on. Okay. So (laughs) the title of this podcast is lovingly, um, patience is the opposite of rage. And I spent pretty much every waking second after my dream died, 
in rage. And the rage grew over time. And it consumed me by the time I was about 28. And it was turning me into a person that I knew wasn't true to who I was meant to be. Right? And it was like, it was the cool kind of rage. So like, don't kid yourself. I was like, really funny and quick witted with my rage. And like, I would just slowly slice your neck when you weren't looking, but you'd kind of laugh at it because it was so funny and quick. And then you'd go home later probably and be like, holy shit, that cut deep. That cut deeper than I was aware of. It's like a a paper cut that you're like, oh, cute. Oh my gosh. I can't believe, I can't believe that paper cut's bleeding. And then you get home and you're like, holy crap, that's like a wound. Dang, gosh, it's deep. And you like pull it open and you see bone under there sometimes, not ever really, but seriously, right? You know what those kind of cuts are like. And that's what I did to people. It'd be quick and kind of painless and you wouldn't even realize it. And that rage really fed the underbelly of all of the work that I was putting into the world. And so you can imagine why that work felt so unaligned with me. And it wasn't even like some of the things I was doing were actually really energy filled. But I sort of got this superficial high off of the rage Because when I was raging, right, imagine how close raging feels to something like this podcast, right? When I would get the chance to rage, I would get to kind of get on my high horse and I would get all this energy and I'd get to speak about it, right? Because rage, we don't generally rage right. Some people do. Um, We don't generally like just rage sing somewhere. Rage usually comes out with yelling and a lot of emotion and a lot of like anger and words and they fly and it's beautiful. And it's like, it was always such a beautiful release for me. Always. Okay. And I, I just knew that that was like flying the wrong direction, but That was definitely something that gave me energy. And so how do we do more of that, but make it less demeaning and like less, I would always feel so drained after that. And I felt like this should be something that gives me energy. This shouldn't be something that drains me. Like I do love doing that. I do love kind of getting to get up and and speak my feelings and say the things that I believe to be true. But since rage was behind it, it was always draining and energetically escalating at the same time. And so that's what was hard. And what I found when I started to nail that down, like, what do I like about those moments. Well, I really love speaking, whether it's in rage, whether it's in excitement, but I love more than the rage talks. 
I love being able to like excite people about something. There's something about unifying people towards one common mission, towards one common mission of themselves. There's something that really excites me about that. Like nothing else in this world. And so when we started to examine what was exciting, what gave me energy in that course, when we started to look into that, right, I found that I felt like it could be speaking. I felt like it could be writing, but there definitely needed to be an outlet for this, even though it was rage at that time. And I can't even say, like, we have the dark files, the three months of literal rage podcast episodes that I recorded (laughs) before I ever published anything. And those, those are angry, but I can't even say that I wasn't still in a place of rage for the first year of recording this podcast, the first season. And so that rage we sort of had to heal from. And the only way to heal that is patience. And I talk about patience a lot because it's not false. (laughs) It just isn't. And the patience piece is hard. Probably the hardest out of anything. And think about the times that patience is really called into your life. If you've been gifted with any form of child, you would know um, that patience is a required skill and often the hardest one to learn. And I was being called to patience so Often it was embarrassing that I never paid attention to it. (laughs) And so that's how I started to heal that rage. We just called in patience. And along with that patience, I will say that I started to step into this selfless pursuit of energy. And realizing that helping people without mindful gain, just helping people because the things, because of the things that you're about, right? Like, oh, I just, I just love talking to people about their dreams, period. Like if I did nothing else in this world, that's what I would do because I feel like people just need a sounding board sometimes. And for someone to just come up and be like, you know what? It sounds like something you're really excited about. What would it look like to explore that? Maybe, right? And this is where the patience comes in. Maybe we just go and volunteer once a week at the dog shelter because maybe you want to go back to vet school, but you have no idea. You know, you really like animals. You love working with them. What could that look like to explore that patiently? And that exploration is key. Why? Well, no matter what you're going to do, you're probably in some form starting over. And there's a certain level of humility, (laughs) right, of sort of ego pushback of where you go, I don't know. And you'd have to step back and you'd have to go, I don't know everything that there is to know about being a vet. And I'm willing to just start learning today. 
and exploring what that might look like. And you might get to the end of that exploration and go, oh, no, hate animals, hate working with them, not my thing, don't like wet dog smell, I'm out. Cool. Right, because the more things that we take off of your list, the closer we get to figuring out what it is. But if we don't start with that patient heart, if we go in and go, oh, already the expert, already know all of these things, nothing to learn here, by the way, I'm a pro. (laughs) And we don't go in with that patient heart. Like we're going to let this thing play out. We're going to see where we end up on this. We're going to kind of live and let be and just see. And we're just going to follow energy as it comes up. And if we can keep waking up, if we can keep getting excited to go volunteer to do that thing, maybe it's worth exploring more. And the beautiful thing about that is not only are you putting an energy into the world? Hey, I might, I, I think I'm about this. I think I'm about animals. I think I want to work with animals. You're also, guess what? Meeting people in the industry who might uncover the next step for you. Right? And it's not like showing up here from this anger standpoint of like, I'm lost in my life and I probably did this wrong. So I'm only speaking from someone who certainly did this wrong. I'm lost in life and I'm going to start a podcast because I really want to find myself. And you should listen to that podcast if like you're lost too, right? It's not going into the vet to the animal shelter and saying, I want to volunteer because I maybe want to be a vet. What do you know about being a vet? It's going in and saying, I really love animals. I want to volunteer, right? And then maybe over time, you have conversations about like, oh, I would love to be a vet, right? As you develop that relationship, as you just continue to practice patience and love and you follow energy, because here's the problem. When we show up with that anger, or with that expectation that this is going to lead to something, and that's the only reason that we would do it, we sort of show up with this vengeance, And we show up with this expectation that may rob us of any happiness. And honestly, this is the truest thing. We don't even know if we like it yet. So what are you asking for? Let's not start dipping our toe in the water and then end up with our whole leg. Because the universe will unfold faster than you even maybe are ready for. Right? And you could end up enrolling in vet school. And be like, holy crap, I wish that I would have just spent more time practicing patience, learning the trade, because I would have figured out that the smell of wet dog makes me really nauseous and I can't be in a vet all day. And now I'm $30,000 into debt. And you know what? Honestly, I wish I would have just kept doing what I was doing before. And now I'm real angry. Right? That's the power of patience. And here's the other side of that patience. Think about this. If you got everything that you wanted right now, everything that you write down on your list, every dream that you've ever had, would you have the principles in place to sustain that? Right? 
Are you the strongest person that you need to be to be able to show up energetically, excited, ready for this? Do you have the principles in place to be able to run the empire you speak of? To be able to go back to school and start your own business, to be able to XYZ fill it in? Do you have the principles in place that make that possible? Or do you still have work to do? I mean, seriously, sit here and really imagine if everything was handed to you on a silver platter, how long would you be able to keep that up? After the excitement of being handed it fades, how long could you sustain that? right? I think about what I want to do. And honestly, if that was handed to me right now, no. I don't, I don't have all the things that I need. I haven't learned enough here. I'm not ready for that blessing yet. And that's the beauty of patience. That's the beauty of it. And that's the importance of it. Right? So you can start building in and structuring those things. So I just added back in running and more running just for the mental processing of my life and the things that I want to do and overcoming of the men, the mental block of running for me is what's more important. And I, it took me about a month before that new addition wasn't training. And now I can figure out how do I structure my day now that we've added that piece in. Now I can figure out how to run things with the addition of that. But if I hadn't started that, and I had started that after I was given everything because I'm like, oh no, we we need time to process. We need time. I would probably need to take a month off. And guess what is a really bad time to take a month off or to feel extremely drained <laughs> in the work that you're doing because you've added on this new thing. Guess what's a really bad time to do that? Like right when everything happens, right? That's when you need to be at your best. And so that's the power of patience. If you're willing to just commit and keep exploring and keep adding as opportunities come up, they're going to come up in the right sequence. You don't have to question that. You don't. Everything is going to come to you in the timeline that it's meant to. And a lot of times we end up over-inserting ourselves and we get ourselves going down paths that weren't really meant for us right? The vet who came in with this expectation and all of a sudden she's in vet school and realizes she doesn't like the smell of wet dog. Come on. You're going to end up more angry if we don't start practicing the patience. The patience is important because that's where we line ourselves up on these pillars and principles of who we need to be in order to live this life that we can dream of. And I'll tell you, the bigger the vision, the more patience required.
right? Because you are going to have to build yourself beyond the regular limitations of a human. Which means you're going to have to find a lot of strengths and structures. And you're going to have to heal from a lot more than other people. You're going to have to eliminate ego so that you build teams who are stronger than you, who are smarter than you. So you just show up to the table and let them tell you, right? And that doesn't happen overnight. And principles and pillars and the breaking down of who you were and the rebuilding of a new, stronger, healthier, healed person is the hardest work you're probably going to adventure on. But I can tell you if you're trying to work out of an anger state, if you're feeling really angry, a good majority of the time angry at your life, angry at your past, angry at X, Y, and Z, the cure is patience. The cure is patience. You are not going to regret showing up consistently for something that gives you energy. And you can trust that the bigger the buildup, the longer it takes, the bigger the payoff, right? You got to develop those principles over time. And the universe is waiting for you to keep showing up. And it's waiting for you to come back with this humble heart that's ready to learn and absorb and trust. It's just waiting. And those tests are coming in to see if you've developed the skills that you need, if you've added the pillars that you need. Those are coming at you. That's the beauty of patience and listening. And it can heal that anger in your heart if you let it. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.